Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome to my channel. Thank you for your likes, shares, and subscribes. I'm going to do a mini series. I like to do it in many parts, and this one is about the principle of exaltation and debilitation. You go to these traditional Vedic astrologers, and they'll just mind blow you out with these concepts. I'm trying to demystify it a little bit, simplify it a little bit, probably. And my hope is towards the end of these sessions if you're coming across this video midway then watch the rest of them also because we have to cover about seven planets and all the 12 ascendants here so it's going to take a little time and i'm breaking it up into parts number of parts how much how many parts that takes so that it's not too exhausting to digest the concepts and my hope is at the end of this exercise we will have a better idea all these parts combined about what is defined as a functional benefic and a functional malefic as defined by the Vedic astrology principles and why it is the importance of ascendant and ascendant sign zodiac sign is so crucial to understand because we each one of us has a limited perspective depending on what ascendant we are and we tend to look at the world and everything around us that way so I had a download which I am translating into all these slides which is very interesting because I will try to personify the planet as if the planet walks into a room or walks into a bar, sun walks into a bar and sees what around like a public place like a bar or a restaurant or a party. So I am trying to personify the planets too for ease of understanding okay how the perception varies and therefore what it translates to each and every one of the 12 ascendants. This is just so that you get a good understanding and a grasp of what is the limited perception of every ascendant and how it plays out from houses 1 to 12 in each of the ascendant chart and why it is so. And it's not necessarily all the time bad and good, that's a very limited way of perceiving the world as you know. So let's get right into it. And I'll stick the same video in every one of them so that, you know, whichever one you come across, see the rest of them, okay? Take care, be safe. So that's the chart of exaltation and debilitation, which you see on the top left corner. All the planets are there, seven planets, Sun, Moon, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, Venus and Saturn. Now the first column says the friend of each one of them. Middle column says the enemy of each one of them. And the last one gives the neutral, which they are neutral towards, okay? So this we shall analyze with respect to each one of the ascendants and each one of the planets. Now planet first one will take is sun. So I have stuck the symbol of the sun on the top and I will personify the sun right now. So sun is a friend of moon, Mars and Jupiter, enemy of Venus and Saturn and is neutral to Mercury. So what would this show up as sun? When you think of sun, what ascendant do you think of? Leo. Yeah. So sun walks into the room and says, I like that woman who is emotional and sensitive, like the moon. I like that guy who is driven and action oriented, like the Mars. And that woman who is wise and learned, like Jupiter. And I have declassified the classical archetype of telling man is always wise and woman is always artistic and so on. Okay, I put mixed up the rules, so be careful not to think of man as the wise and woman only as the emotional, you'll get it wrong. Next, enemy. I can't stand the art guy who goes on about music and drama, which is what Venus, Sun not liking Venus, 
or that woman who is just a workaholic and keeps talking about commitment all the time. Saturn. Whereas the neutral guy, he says, I do not mind that cute intellectual chap who analyzes everything. That's what Sun thinks of Mercury. Okay. Now let us see how this plays out in the Leo ascendant. So now you have the blank chart of a Leo ascendant with nakshatras, with lots of things marked there. As you can see, it's quite complex, but let's just take this one aspect. We are talking right there about Sun. Now Sun is enemy with Moon, Mars and Jupiter. Uh, sorry, friend with Moon, Mars and Jupiter, enemy with Venus and Saturn, neutral to Mercury. How does this play out in the Leo Ascendant? Now you can see Leo Ascendant has five marked there. It's a fire sign. So because it is the first house is ruled by the sun, pay attention to my words, it is ruled by the sun. Therefore, it sees second house of Mercury as neutral. Remember the Mercury is the neutral guy there. Therefore, it sees house of Libra, which is falls in the third house as enemy. Yeah. Therefore, it sees the fourth house as a friend, which is ruled by Mars. Sun is friend with Mars there. Therefore, it sees the fifth house as a friend because it is ruled by Sagittarius. It's friend with Jupiter. Therefore, it sees the sixth house of work and everything as an enemy. And whatever falls here, it's irrespective. Any planet, anything falls here, it look at it from an animical view. That's what I'm talking about. It's the house itself takes on a color. Therefore, Leo Ascendant will see the house of spouse as an enemy. Because it comes in Saturn. Sun does not like Saturn. See there, enemy of Venus and Saturn. Therefore, Leo Ascendant will see the house number 8 which is Pisces in this case as a friend because it is ruled by Jupiter. Ninth house as a friend, wherever I have marked, right? Tenth house as an enemy because it's ruled by Venus. Sun is an enemy of Venus. Therefore, it is the eleventh house as neutral because it is falling in the sign of Gemini, as you can see there, number three. And it is neutral to Mercury. See that? And therefore, it will see the 12th house, which is ruled by Moon, as a friend. So, the Leo Ascendant, therefore, to conclude, will see the all matters of the 4th house as friendly, 5th house as friendly, 8th and 9th house as friendly, and 12th house as friendly. Doesn't matter which planets or points fall here. It will look at it with a friendly attribute. So therefore, whatever falls here will be these houses for Leo Ascendant are called functional benefics. On the other hand, the ones which are enemy houses marked as enemy here, which you can see, which is the third house, the sixth house, the seventh house, the tenth house, all of these aspects it will see as enemical. So the planets, whichever fall here, it will fall into the functional enemic. Okay, functional functional meaning from the Leo perspective only from the Leo ascendant perspective ascendant is here always okay this is what it means to have functional benefic and functional malefic okay let us now see which one is next moon so cancer so now let's talk about the moon the moon has Sun and Mercury for a friend 
there's no enemies as perceived by the moon very important to understand because as we see the list down there mercury venus and saturn all perceive moon as the enemy so it depends okay moon does not perceive anyone as the enemy others people perceive moon as the enemy important to remember that so moon sees sun and mercury as a friend no enemies and rest of them it perceives as neutral so moon walks into a bar into a room and says i like that woman who's confident and leader like the sun i like that guy who's intellectual and has so much knowledge like mercury i do not particularly care about the rest of them so moon is turned on in the ascendant by only the power of the sun leader like and the one who is intellectual guess who this affects the cancer ascendant let's see so now we see the cancer ascendant a blank chart of a cancer ascendant so we have moon over there which is the friend of sun and mercury meaning what which houses does this cancer ascendant perceive as its friend the house of the sun which is the second house in this case and the house of mercury which is third house in this case rest all being neutral we go all the way up to 12th house which is again ruled by mercury in gemini so it perceives the 12th house issues also as a friend so for sun the all the so sorry for the moon cancer ascendant for the cancer ascendant i correct myself all the houses from 4 all the way up till 11 become neutral it doesn't really care about all these areas of life it is neutral to it neutral means i don't care whereas house number 2 and 3 and 12 become important for it because it's friends guess what we all focus on as human beings we focus more on our friends both such and such is my friend i will go towards that you move towards your friend you move away from enemies there are so many other people in this world we don't care about we, we just ignore them they are there on the sidelines we don't care right that's the neutral factor so this is how cancer has functional benefits which is house number 2 and house number 3 especially if the exalted planets fall in it now i have marked there if you want to be observant in the third house mercury is exalted venus is debilitated why because it's a sign of virgo if you get it deeper aspects so if mercury falls in the third house for cancer ascendant it becomes exalted because it's in the friendly house functionally benefic as well as it falls in the friend's house and mercury is exalted in virgo mercury is the peak in virgo so it becomes more exalted this is the way we analyze next we shall take up the other planets i think in the list we have next mars let's take up mars 